0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Hey guys, how are you doing today? I'm really looking forward to sharing uh, with you guys uh, today in terms of what I believe God wants to say, but also what I believe he wants to do uh, in us and amongst us. We've been having a brilliant Uh, series over the last couple of months where we've been looking at Jesus said and then dot 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 some of the things he's been saying and we've wanted to see what he says about living the kingdom life. What does it look like in our lives? How do we live as a kingdom person? How do we live as kingdom people? And so we're going to kind of look more into that this morning in a particular way But before I get into the the message this morning, I just want to say a couple of things just to kind of frame uh, the context for the message so it isn't just a a message in and of itself uh, today. Now, there's been many, many prophetic words over these last few months uh, about God's doing a new thing, uh, about new wineskins and God pouring out new wine. And often when we hear prophetic words like that, especially when it talks about there's new wineskins, we often think, about structures, uh, about organisation, about the way things are ordered and and often we think of the wineskin being the kind of structure of the church, the organisational side of everything and then God wants to pour his new wine in and, and in order for the new wine to come all these things have to be new so that the new wine can actually be what it's supposed to be. And uh, as I've been praying you know, into this kind of stuff and hearing a lot of these prophetic words, one of the things I believe God's been saying to me is the wineskin is you and I, uh, the people, us, we are the wineskin. Uh, God pours his spirit into people. God's presence uh, comes into our lives when he comes to live in us. And therefore we are the wineskin that God fills with the wine or with his spirit or with his life and what he wants to do. And we know over this last period of time, 15, 16 months, uh, we've had many different messages, uh, many different words across Sundays and, and other times during the weeks. And God has been doing something deep within our hearts and lives, fresh yielding, fresh surrender, uh, and, and just giving ourselves to Him in a new way and in that, uh, and and through the lockdowns and and the the challenging scenario we've been in, it has brought up different things in different ones of us uh, where there's insecurities in our lives, where there's fear in our lives. There's all kinds of stuff that God has brought to the surface and dealt with and has been dealing with because he is creating a new wineskin in our lives to contain how he is pouring out his spirit and what that then is gonna look like going forward and so part of that wineskin is an agility, uh, being agile, being flexible, uh, coming out of maybe some of the the ruts or grooves that we're in in our Christian lives or as a church and and just really saying, Father, we are available to you in a new and fresh way. Uh, we are here not for our own benefit and for our own purposes. We're here to serve you and your purposes and everything that you want to do. So come and do something new and fresh in me, in my home, in my family, in my household, uh, in that context. And we know that where there are healthy homes, healthy families, we're going to have a healthy church. And God wants to work more and more through our homes and our lives into our communities and neighbours and friends and from that context than just us as a whole, as a church. And, and, and we know God is doing something at like a grassroots level where he's wanted to pour his spirit out in a fresh way to mobilize the saints and equip the saints you and I for the works of ministry for what he wants to do to reach and affect so many other people's lives. So God has been doing a reviving work in us because God revives people and as he revives us something new and fresh happens in us and then through us and so the fruit of what he's doing in us we then see around us individually and together as a church as a body in all our respective congregations and then who we are together. So as God is reviving us, we then see the fruit of that uh, through our lives, in our own homes, in our workplaces, in our street, community, neighbours, friends, wherever we go, we then see the overflow of what he's been doing in us then happen in other people's lives. So I believe you and I are the wineskins and we want to stay soft and malleable uh, to how God wants us to be. Another example, we want to stay on the potter's wheel uh, so that Uh, God can shape us and form us into the vessels that He's called us to be, so that how He then fills us, He can then pour out who He is through our lives to one another and to those that don't know Him. He can then pour His life out to others in a way that uh, he wants to, and we're available for. So I believe we're in exciting days, exciting times. And yes, where there's he's working in the wineskin and he's pouring out fresh wine, it will mean that things look different. It will mean that, that things do change and we're in a process of change and, and change is gonna continue because the, the kingdom is advancing and going forward. And so we'll come back to some of that maybe in a few weeks' time in terms of some of what that is gonna look like going forward. But over the last few weeks, we've had some brilliant messages uh, as a church and and God doesn't want them just to be messages. God speaks into our lives because he wants, he wants us to come more fully into who he is, into the revelation of who he is. He wants us to live more fully in who we are as believers. He wants us to be more fruitful and more effective in our witness and in our lives. And God has been speaking prophetically, bringing the word alive in the moment for us so that we live in a way that he wants us to. So just a couple of examples for us uh, today to remind us, to then give context for the message and what I believe God wants to do this morning. We had a, a message about mercy uh, a few weeks ago and the word mercy we know means forgiveness. It means we're not treated as we deserve, uh, but it also means more than that. It means to relieve somebody from affliction. It means to alleviate suffering, uh, distress and misery. It means to have compassion for the destitute uh, and to undertake, to reduce and remove their suffering And, and it's amazing the power of mercy God has shown his mercy to us and brought us out of suffering brought us out of distress brought us out of affliction and brought healing into our lives physically mentally emotionally in every way we know that we are forgiven because of his amazing mercy in our lives he doesn't treat us as we deserve and then we had a message last week from Pastor Colin that kind of built on that was, was about forgiving ourselves. And often when we don't forgive ourselves is because we're judging ourselves. We, we might know that God has forgiven us, but if we don't forgive ourselves, then often what we end up doing is we then look at others with a sense of judgment and condemnation because we still look at ourselves in that way. And he brought a brilliant message that that helps us through the word to get to grips with, because I am forgiven by God, then I can forgive myself because there are no regrets when we know that we are forgiven uh, because the slate is wiped clean and we're given a fresh start. And so the power of that means that we, we then, when we know that we are forgiven and that we forgive ourselves, we then have a completely different attitude towards others where we don't judge and we don't condemn. But actually, we're then full of mercy for others because we know the mercy that we've been shown and the mercy that that God then enables us to forgive ourselves. And then we we love people and go towards people with a compassion in a completely different way. And then Connie Squires brought a brilliant word that I know we've, we, we all heard um, uh, about being a peacemaker and how Jesus took people that, that would never in the natural get on. Simon the Zealot who was zealous for a, a, an overthrow of the Romans and the re-establishment of Jewish rule and, and the Messiah is going to come and fulfil all of that through to Matthew a tax collector who who actually even though he was Jewish served the Romans and everything and, and the Jewish people didn't like him because he was taking money from them he shouldn't have taken and then you got the fishermen in the middle who, who were unschooled, ordinary men who, who weren't zealous for this they weren't serving the Roman Empire but they didn't like Matthew, the tax collector, and it's like Jesus brought all these people together. Why? Because he was a peacemaker to bring people into salvation, to bring people into peace, to bring people together, to walk together, to relate together, to grow together. And uh, and that kind of example was brilliant. And and this is all part of how we're living this kingdom life, uh, being full of mercy, uh, being a peacemaker. Uh, being someone who doesn't judge and condemn others. And so in that whole kind of process, God is working in our hearts how we see ourselves, how we see others, how we see one another, so that we see ourselves with His eyes, we see other people with His eyes and with His heart. Now, as we come on to this morning to kind of build on that and to move forward on that, understanding what is God doing amongst us? He's doing a reviving work in us. He's doing a deep work in us. Jane brought a word a few weeks before about intimacy, the intimacy that we have with him and therefore the glory of who he is being revealed through us to the world, his life and his power in a fresh way. And so we're going to pick up this morning and... and. Uh, Look at something that Jesus said. He said, be healed. He said, I am willing. He said, be clean, be free from suffering. And so this this morning, we're going to look at uh, the first part of a two-part message. And this is about healing, about the power of God being released. Firstly, this week in us. So this week's about you and I receiving healing And then next week, we're going to do part two, which is us being activated to heal the sick and to bring healing into other people's lives. And so we want to know how to receive healing, how to receive uh, God's goodness in our lives so that we can then help others then to receive from from Him, particularly people that don't know Jesus uh, at uh, at this time. And so 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20, there's a brilliant verse in here where Paul the Apostle he says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. Now, we know there's a lot of talk out there going on at the moment about all kinds of things. And you could say there's a war of words. There's a battle of words uh, in different ways. And some people with their words are trying to take control of society in different ways. And and others are trying to uh, uh, kind of take things the direction they want to go for various reasons. And there's a war of words going on out there. And when I was praying into some of this earlier in the week, uh, God spoke to me, I believe God spoke to me. And he said, Clive, don't forget, my power. Don't forget my power. And, and Paul sums it up here, for the kingdom of God is not just a matter of talk. The kingdom of God is not just loads of words, but of power. And when Jesus came, he came with words because he came and he said himself, I've come to speak the words my father has given me to say, But then he also said, but I only do the things I see my father doing. And I believe that over this next couple of weeks, God's going to release his faith in us. He's going to release some faith in us to receive in our own lives, but also then to release life and power into other people. God poured his spirit out into you and I as believers. He didn't just give his spirit to certain people. He didn't just give it to me as a leader because I have to lead or do certain things. He didn't just give his spirit to people who are gonna uh, lead in a meeting or have a certain type of ministry. He's given his spirit to you and I. He's empowered us. Uh, to to enable us to see his kingdom released through our lives. And one of those ways is to release his power to see people healed both physically, emotionally and mentally in their lives. So we want to kind of dig into the word a little bit this morning. And so this week is about receiving from him. Next week is about giving, about healing the sick. Uh, And everything that God does, is based on his nature and his character. So what he says, he is. And what he does, he is. So Psalm 103, verses two and three, it says here, "'Praise the Lord, O my soul, "'and forget not all his benefits, "'who forgives all our sins.'" As we heard uh, last week, from Pastor Colin, he cleanses and purifies us from all sin. But then look at this, and heals all your diseases, all our diseases. Why does the the word say this? Because God is the healer. His nature is to heal. His nature is to restore. So when God comes into our lives, his very nature is to heal us, to heal us from sin and the effects of sin, to heal us from sickness and the effects of sickness, whether it is physical, mental or emotional. He comes in as the healer to restore us to how he's created us to be in relationship with him in full health and well-being. Psalm 147 verse 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted." And binds up their wounds. The word wounds there means sorrow and pain, and and the word wounds there covers both emotional, internal uh, pain, if you like, and sorrow, but also the you know, the physical side as well. It, it encompasses all of that spirit, uh, soul, body. So physical, emotional, and Mental. He heals the broken hearted. Why? Because he is the healer. His nature, his character is to heal. Isaiah 53 verses four and five, it says, surely he took up our infirmities and bore our suffering. The word infirmities there, it means sickness. It means cycles of sickness. It means those things that cause affliction and damage in our lives. He says, surely he, he took up, our infirmities, Isaiah 53, the whole context is Jesus, uh, the Messiah coming and it's a prophetic picture in Isaiah 53 of the Messiah coming and being crucified on the cross and what was going to happen as he was crucified on the cross, that made it possible for every sin to be forgiven, every sickness to be dealt with, so that there could be reconciliation between mankind and God, between you and I and God the Father once again. And so he says, Surely he took up our infirmities, up on the cross, he took all our infirmities, and he took them up before the Father. By shedding his blood, by the whippings that he took, the crown of thorns on his head, he took them up and presented them before the Father so that we could be healed. Then it says, yet we considered him punished by God and stricken by him and afflicted. Verse 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions, Uh, that's for our sins, and he was crushed for our iniquities. Uh, all our failures and sin but then look at this the punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed so the punishment that we deserve was put on him by the father and that enabled then us to receive peace and the word peace there means complete wholeness and well-being And then because of that, it then says, and by his wounds, by everything that he was wounded uh, by and and all the different things on the way to the cross, the whippings, the beatings, his beard being ripped out, the crown of thorns, the nails going into his hands and his feet and uh, the spear going into his sides and, and all of the way in which the blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins and for the healing of our lives in every way. It says by his wounds, we are healed. So he took on all of the wounds that there could be in our lives from sin and from sickness and things that can happen in our lives. He took all of that upon himself. By his wounds, we are then healed. And the word healed there means made whole, made complete, being restored to the original intention that God had for us. And it's ratified again in ex- Exodus 15:26, God's nature and character where he says, for I am the Lord who." Heals you. So God's nature and character is to heal. He flows, his life flows with healing uh, in it. And then look at this in Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. How do we begin to take a hold of the health and well being of who God is in our lives? Let's have a look at what the writer here in Proverbs says. It uh, says, My son, pay attention to what I say, listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight and keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. So the right to the, to, in, in Proverbs here is saying, hey, pay attention to the word, listen closely to what God says. Don't let his word out of your sight. Don't let other things come into your eye line." and block the Word of God in your life. Don't, don't, so it's like, you know, when we begin to listen to other things that are contrary to God's Word, what it does, it tries to begin to blind us so that we don't see in the same way that we can see. You can't see me now because there's other things, if you use this as a metaphor, that to, to are blinding your view of what you've been looking at. But as when we keep our eyes on the Word, we're not given opportunity for other things to try and blind us from the Word. So don't let the Word out of your sight because it's going to, as we keep the Word in our heart, it becomes life to us. There's so many words out there at the moment. And, and that can bring confusion, anxiety, fear, apprehension, even anger, it uh, division uh, and loads of things that lots and lots of voices out there, if we listen to those things and base our lives around those things or let them influence us. And, and it's in that context, these types of situations, do not let the word out of your sight, keep them within your heart for they are life or the wellspring of life to those who find them and health to a whole to a man's whole body. So when we take some of the verses that we've looked at already, one of the things that when I was a when I was young, uh, when I was a kid growing up, uh, I had eczema. Uh, I used to have eczema really badly all over. I had to wear bandages on my legs and my ankles and on my arms. Uh, my my all oh, I was dry skin everywhere, constantly itching and I we you know and my parents were amazing in terms of uh, praying for me but also trying to alleviate that with trying to find some kind of, of ointment or, or something that would help and and um, I can remember when I went to bed at night uh, especially at night when you when you're asleep you know you, you're scratching and itching and, and your clothes rubbing against you or the duvet rubbing against you just irritated everything and and one of the things my parents, uh, used to do every night with me uh, when they prayed with me is we would use one or two scriptures, one or two that we've used uh, the, this morning and other ones where uh, I would just lie there as I was going to sleep, just meditating on a scripture and literally lying there just, just with my eyes shut and saying, thank you, Father, that you are the Lord who heals me. And I used to just lie there, thank you that you are my healing. I used to meditate on my peace, I leave with you, my peace, I give you. And just used to meditate on, on the word as I went to sleep so that when I slept, instead of having a night of irritation, I'd have a night of peace. And and it was also part of, of me meditating on the word to then receive what was already mine. And I I, I can remember when I was um, it's probably about 11 or 12, something like that, and one night when I went up to bed, I was waiting for one of my parents to come up to, to pray with me. And as I was lying there just waiting for them, I had a series of thoughts in my mind that, that when I share them with you, you know, well, that's the Lord speaking to you. And, and as I was lying there, sort of that age, 11, 12, something like that, 11, I was lying there and I had this series of thoughts. If Jesus went to the cross and took every sickness with him, then he took this eczema with him as well. So if he's taking this eczema with him, it's not mine. So therefore, if he's taking it with him, I am healed. And I had these thoughts in that moment. And suddenly I thought, I'm healed. That's it, I'm healed. And it just happened to be that my dad came up and as he sat on my bed, I said, hey, um, I've just had all these thoughts and I explained what they were. And he's like, you know, he said, amen, brilliant. He said, God is Releasing faith in you, he's speaking to you so that you're receiving what is already yours, what he's done for you on the cross. And the amazing thing is from that night onwards, I never once asked God to heal me again. Every night when I went to bed then, I got into bed and I lay there and I said, Jesus, I thank you that I'm healed. Thank you that I'm healed. and and I would just be full of thanksgiving because something had changed on the inside of me. And what it is, it's the word. Don't let the word out of your sight. Keep that word within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to a man's body. And then within a short space of time after that, um, boom, all the symptoms went, everything had gone and I've been totally fine ever since. And, and you might say, well, uh, why didn't it happen instantly when you were younger? I don't know. I don't know when I was three, four, five years old, six, seven, eight, and it was all going on, why I didn't get healed at that moment. And that uh, never, ever put me off from, you know, God's not a healer, he's not doing it for me, or anything like that. If anything, uh, I had a greater revelation of God's love for me in the middle of that, through meditating on the word and, and getting to know who he was, even at that age, and, and then knowing that he is my healer. And one day, for whatever, the penny dropped and I just knew I'm healed. That's it, job done. I even went to school the next day and told all my mates that I was healed. And they looked at me and they went, yeah, but Clive, look at your face. you still got bandages on. And I, and I said, yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm healed. You watch. And then within a few months, all the symptoms went. Everything had gone. And, uh, and it was an amazing story then to be able to tell my friends and others in terms of what God... Is done. So I want to encourage you to take some of these scriptures. If if you need some healing in your life, God's going to do some stuff today, this morning, uh, in a few minutes' time, because we're going to give some space and time for people to receive from the Lord. Okay, but I want to encourage you: get hold of some of these scriptures and meditate on them. Okay, and just sit in the presence of God. You might do this at night when you go to bed. You might want to get a chair in your lounge or study or wherever you may sit with the Lord and spend time with Him, and just meditate on. The word and receive life, life in your body. So we see this is about who God is. He is the healer, He wants to heal. And then we come in, these are Old Testament scriptures so far, and we come into the New Testament, and Jesus then comes to demonstrate who the Father is and to reveal the Father. Uh, to the people. And so in Luke 19, verse 10, it says, for the son, Jesus says this himself, for the son of man, that's Jesus, came to seek and to save what was lost. Now, the word seek there means to look for, to search out, to find and to bring back. And the word save means to deliver, to make whole and to restore to the original intention and design of that there was meant to be. And so Jesus came basically to search us out, to find us and to bring us back into that original design that God wants us to be. And that's both forgiven from sin and the the effects and the consequences that in our lives, but also the fullness and wholeness is also physically, mentally and emotionally made well and whole also. And so Jesus came to to fulfill all of that lot by what he did on the cross, but he came to demonstrate this in reality to people. In Matthew 4, 23 to 24, this describes Jesus. This is Matthew describing him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, the area in the northern part of Israel, around the Sea of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then it says news about him spread all over Syria, that region as it was then, and people brought to him and, and the region around that to the north and to the, the, the east of that. And people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering with severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed, and look at this, and he healed them all. Isn't that amazing? That is God's heart for people, that's God's heart for you and I. And and God's been talking to me about this and probably doing a bit of a number on me as well. When he said, Clive, don't forget my power. What's the biggest difference between Someone that believes in God and has a relationship with God is filled with the Holy Spirit and someone that doesn't know God. We can all have words. We can all have opinions. We can all have views on things. We can all have agendas and all that sort of thing. But the, the, the one thing that is different between somebody who believes and walks with God and somebody who doesn't know God is the power of God. God's power the, the world doesn't have God's power. The church has God's power. And I believe one of the things God wants to do is unlock his power in a fresh way, or let's put it another way, he wants us to unlock his power in a fresh way because God has poured his spirit out upon us. He's released his spirit in us, not so that we keep his spirit to ourselves or just use it for our own gain and benefit, but actually he's released his power. He's clothed us with power from on high so that that power can be released through us to impact the world, to impact people's lives, to help bring freedom. And and Healing and wholeness into others because we believe who God is, we believe what we have, we believe who we are, and we see that release of Him through our lives. Luke 5 12 and 13. Here's a story. It says, While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell uh, with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, You can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. I love that little story. It's only a couple of verses, but what a powerful story. Somebody comes to Jesus, if you are willing, and Jesus takes the if out of the Scenario and says, I am willing, be clean. And I believe Jesus is saying that to us this morning in our lives. I am willing, be healed, be clean, be whole. And we're going to have a time now this morning uh, where we're going to have a time just to receive from him just to take a hold of what is ours and receive from Him. Because as we, will, as we learn how to receive from Him, we can also then help others to learn how to receive from Him. You know, the kind of messages we've been having recently, they're discipleship messages. They're living as disciples to help us make disciples. Uh, in, in that way because that's what God has called us to be. Disciples who also then make disciples and everything that you are living in the good of as a believer, you can then pass on to others and help others to come into that same life that you have. So Jesus says, I am willing, be clean. So we're going to take a few moments. You, obviously in your, in your home, where you are right now. You could be in one of the congregations uh, this morning uh, with others all around you. But I believe God wants to minister to you and I this morning so that we can receive what he has already made available for us this morning. And what we're going to do, we're just going to firstly start by being honest with the Lord, okay? And the best thing when we need to receive from the Lord is to be honest with Him. Because sometimes we hear a message like this and we're like, yeah, well, I don't know, God might want to heal somebody else, but does He want to heal me? Or I've prayed loads of time and nothing's happened and I don't know if I believe and all of that kind of stuff. And I think the best thing to do is say to the Lord, right, Father, I, I, I don't know if... I've got the faith, or I don't know if I where I need to be, or I don't know if you're going to do anything, I don't know if I believe, whatever. Let's be honest with the Lord because He sees what's in our hearts and the best thing to do is to be honest with ourselves and Him. So where we're going to start in the for the next few minutes is literally come before the Lord and let's just close our eyes for a moment, okay? And we're going to take a few moments. And firstly, I just want you to talk to the Lord, be completely honest with Him. If there are physical symptoms, you could have had a diagnosis about something. You could have different things going on in your body. You might have a cycle of sickness that keeps, it's a repetitive thing that keeps reoccurring. We're gonna take authority over that this morning. And we're gonna see a change happening. You're not gonna have that cycle of sickness any longer. There could be other things going on where you just feel emotionally all over the shop and there's lots of stuff going on and and God wants to bring some stability into your life in the area of your emotions. We all have emotions, uh, but we don't want those emotions to dictate how we live. We want the Holy Spirit to be the one that, that leads us in our lives. And then our emotions follow in line with the Holy Spirit and how He is in our in our lives. Maybe there's some challenges mentally, there's some oppression, depression, there's some heaviness, there's some anxiety and faction going on in your mind and, and, and in your mental well-being. And God wants to bring some peace. He wants to bring some healing in this morning. He knows how we're designed. He knows how we should tick and operate. He knows how we should be. And he is the ultimate uh, uh, author of life in our in our bodies. So let's just close our eyes for a moment. Just bring yourself before him. Just be totally honest with him right now. If if you need some healing in some way in your life, but you're like, I, I'm not sure where I'm at, just tell him that. Say, Father, I don't, I don't know in this moment whether I'm going to receive from you or not. Father, I, I want to just be honest with you. I want to tell you that. And in that place... I know I'm not agreeing with your word at this moment, but firstly, I ask you to forgive me for not firstly believing who you are as my healer or believing that you want to heal me or believing that you will heal me now in this moment. Something's going to happen in my life and in my body. I ask you to forgive me for just letting sickness settle in my life and just living with it, if that's what we've done. Just be honest with the Lord right now. Lay it all out before him. Just give it to him, all that. And now where you are, just say, Father, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are my healer. Thank you that you are my health and wholeness. thank him right now that he wants to heal you. Now just thank him for his word this morning. Say, Father, I thank you for your word this morning, what you've been saying, that you want me to receive from you right now. Because we live in the now with God. God's not talking about receiving tomorrow when it comes. He said, no, I want you to receive now. When we come into tomorrow, he'll want you to receive then and so on. But we live in the now with God and so he wants you to receive from him this morning, right where you are. If you've lived with a cycle of sickness, a pattern that's gone round and round and you've prayed loads and you're like, this just did not happen anymore. Just say, Father, I give you the disappointment. I give you the frustration. I give you the disillusionment right now. Father, I just, I hand over all of that where, where you might become cynical. There's some cynicism. Some of you might, you may have been sitting, listening to this, you yeah, 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 you know, I've heard this before. Maybe you just need to say, Father, I ask you to forgive me for cynicism that I've allowed to creep in and that's robbed me of receiving from you. I thank you that you cleanse me and forgive me right now. And maybe just thank him now and say, Father, I thank you You've been releasing faith into my heart and life this morning to receive from you. Now, whatever the situation is, whatever the symptoms are, physical, emotional, mental, whatever they are, what I want you to do now is just talk to the Lord and say, Father, I give you these symptoms. I give you the symptoms right now. Lots of people when they came to Jesus, this is exactly what they did. The, the guy came to Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What was it? He was coming to Jesus saying, Jesus, I, I, if you're willing, you can make me clean. I want to I give you all this stuff because I want you to make me clean. Others, when they cried out, to Jesus for their healing. It, it was because they were coming to him saying, Jesus, here am I, here's the problem. You know, would you come and change it and, and bring healing? So what we're doing is Jesus, have mercy on me. Because we understand the word mercy is, do something complete and whole in me. Alleviate me from suffering, have mercy on me. Just give him whatever it is, the cycle, the pattern, of sickness, whatever it is, give it to you right now, Jesus. And firstly, I want you to, Father, I thank you that it's not my sickness. I'm not owning it as any identity in my life. This is not my sickness. Just thank him that whatever the symptoms are, he took them to the cross. Just thank him right now. Say, Jesus, I thank you that you took this sickness, these symptoms, this cycle of sickness. Thank you that you took it to the cross with you. It says that you took up my infirmities. You... And by your wounds, I am healed. So I thank you that you've taken up this sickness, whether physical, emotional, mental, or you've taken it up already. You've dealt with it on the cross. I thank you, Jesus, right now for what you've done for me. And now right where you are, just say, Jesus, I thank you for your healing grace and power in my body right now, in my mind right now in my emotions right now. I just take authority of every sickness, whether mental, physical or emotional. In the same way that Jesus is, be healed. Be free from suffering. Be clean. Be made whole. Father, I thank you for your healing power being released right now in every congregation, in every home. Thank you for the release of your power now, touching people's lives, dealing with joints, muscle conditions, bone issues. There was somebody that, when I was praying earlier, uh, believed that you had an injury uh, in your life quite a number of years ago. And at the time you had to have splints on your legs to uh, try and correct things. And although it massively helped, uh, it's never fully healed. Your, your legs have never been the same since then. And, and what I believe God is doing, he's He's doing what that that the splints and the treatment couldn't do at the time and that God is healing your legs and instead of having issues and, and some ongoing challenges there, God is healing your legs so that you'll be able to walk normally, or you'd be pain free. Father, I thank you for your healing grace right now somebody else you're in your left hip. You, you've you've got a condition there, I don't know what it's called, but you've got a problem in your left hip and I believe God is healing you right now as we are praying together. You know God, you, you felt even during the message, all the way down your left side, you had a burning sensation down the left-hand side of your body and you were like, wow, I think something's happening in my hip. And, and God's just confirming and encouraging you, He's healing you, He's sorting it out. Whatever that condition was, He's dealing with it. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, somebody else, you've, you've even described it like this. You, you felt you've had a fragmentation of your mind recently that's how it's felt like in your mind. And you've even used that phrase. It feels like I've got a fragmentation of my mind going on. It's fragmented. It's getting disjointed. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on in, in my mind. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just being squeezed and squashed and all that. Well, we just rebuke that fragmentation and that pressure right now. Oh, I just command whoever that is to be relieved right now from that fragmentation, the oppression, to be lifted off now in the name of Jesus. I believe there's other things God is doing. Uh, Somebody else has an eye condition in your left eye. It's being diagnosed in a certain way. uh, And and God is, I believe, healing you in in your eye and how how the eye works and and what's going on, the condition that you've had. I believe God is healing you right there. Father, I thank you You're healing skin conditions, blood disorders. I thank you, Lord, that you're doing stuff that, Medicine can help with or, or just keep it under control. But I thank you that you're doing a total work, a complete work in people's bodies. Now, I thank you, Lord, for your healing grace, your healing grace. Somebody else you'd say, well, I, I just heard what you said about fractured thinking and mind. You, and somebody's just said in their own heart, I, I feel like I've got frag, fractured and fragmented emotions. I believe what God's saying to you is just surrender to me afresh right now where you are. Don't focus on the issue, focus on the answer, the healer, the restorer. And I believe that God was just saying to you, just as you sit there, to give yourself to him in a fresh way. Father, I just give you the whole of who I am because I belong to you, I am yours. And just yield to him. Say, Father, I yield to you in a fresh way and I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come upon me in a fresh way and I surrender my emotions to you, Holy Spirit. I surrender my thought life afresh to you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you just come and meet with that person right now where they are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you have had clicky joints in different ways. I believe God's healing some stuff. Ankles, elbows, wrists. Somebody had a condition in your neck on the left-hand side, top. I've actually got a bit of a pain there right now myself, and I I didn't have it before. And God's just healing you uh, right now. Of, of some condition in the lower part of your neck and the, the part of your your, your neck and your, your shoulder there. And God's alleviating that restriction right now. Just maybe lift your arm up, swing it round a bit because God's healing you. Father, I thank you for just a release of healing in, in this church, in every congregation in a fresh way. Your healing power being released to heal uh, and bring people out of uh, affliction, out of trouble, out of issues going on like this. And Father, I thank you as for the stories and the testimonies that are going to come in the next few days of what you're doing right now in this. Moment And Father, I thank you that next week there's going to be an activation of your power in a fresh way through our lives that we have many, many, many people going out uh, with friends and neighbours and family, work colleagues, whoever they are, to expect your power to be released in a very, very normal ways, but in very supernatural ways at the same time, which we'll look at next week. Father, I just thank you for your healing grace this morning being released in people's lives. Now, wherever you are, just thank God for what he's doing. Thank him for what he's doing. Some of you know the symptoms have gone. That's it, I'm done, I'm healed. That's it, they've gone, I'm sorted. Others of you are like, well, okay, what's happening? I believe for some of you, a miracle has been set in motion. Something started and what God wants you to do is meditate on some of the scriptures that we looked at earlier. Meditate on the word, get hold of the word. Like I, the story of my own life and testimony, um, meditating on the word. And one day it was like, that's it, I'm healed, it's done. Even though I still had the symptoms, the revelation came, actually I'm healed, God has done it. And within three months, boom, all the symptoms have gone, totally gone. And, uh, And so just meditate on the word, let the word get into your heart so that it begins to affect your life and your body in a new and fresh way. So let's live in the good of his healing life and power, shall we, this week, and and next week, we're gonna have some just, again, some release of faith to go to pray for the sick in whatever ways to see God move in and through our lives in powerful ways, because the world out there, the world around us has many, many words, but it doesn't have the power of God in their lives. And we are vessels, we are wineskins, full of the life and the power of who God is. And God wants to pour His life and power out through our lives to affect other people's lives. So have a really, really blessed day. Live in the healing and life and power of who He is. Meditate on His Word, so that enables you to receive from Him, going on daily, receive from Him, so that you come more and more into the fullness of what the Word says so that we live more and more in the health and well-being of who we are as believers. So have a blessed, blessed day today, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.